gone wild. Friends 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 gone wild. Hey everybody, welcome to an exciting non-canonical adventure from Welcome to St. Paxton. Um, We're taking a little bit of a break from the doom and gloom of St. Paxton and we are going to introduce a new world and new characters so we can have some levity in our feed. I want to introduce you to your game master, Fred Greenleaf. Thank you, Veronica. Since we are introducing myself as the Game Master, I would like each of you to introduce yourself and uh, what character you're going to be playing. So um, let's go ahead and start off with Stacy. I'm Stacy, and I will be playing Corey Spider Smasher of Clan Tarth. And Steph? Oh, hey, I am going to be playing Blossom Brightmoon, the halfling fighter slash wannabe swashbuckler. And V? Hey everybody, I'm Creeping Flocks of Summer, and I'm a tabaxi. And lastly, Hero. Hi there, I'm Bosley, 50-year-old human, who's a cleric, I guess. You're 50 years old? Yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> and it, and V, is it creepy or creeping? Creeping. Creeping, okay, excellent. So, just so I can give you a little bit of interesting information, Creeping Flocks is an actual flower. What kind of flower is it? It's a ground cover. Hmm. <laughs> Basically, you stick it in the ground and it aggressively spreads whether you want it to or not, but it's really pretty. So how how does that play into your character? Is that like your personality? It's unrelated. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, so I am excited to introduce all of you to a new game altogether because we are going to be playing Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition, so a little bit different for our group here, but also to a different plane, the Feywild. So just to kind of set up a, a little bit of background... Our four players and adventurers have come together due to an unfortunate incident, uh, a death of a close one to many. And to set up a little bit for that, Hero, your character, Bosley, was engaged with Diane, mm-hmm. uh, the cousin of Veronica's character, Creeping Flocks of Summer. And the night before you were to be wed, an unfortunate murder had happened. Uh, during the bridal shower and when all of the other players were out, she was stabbed mysteriously without revealing who had killed Diane. And it has been kind of your... I guess, life pursuit to find who murdered your fiance. So that is where we're going to find our characters. All right, Bosley, you are communicating with a person by the name of Hemlock. 
And in your pursuit to find who had killed your fiance, uh, this person had made contact with you. Uh, Hemlock has informed you that the item that you have in your possession, which is the murder weapon, is something that he is very familiar with. Do you mind if I take a look at this dagger? I mean, please, if you're familiar with it, you can give me any information. That'd be greatly appreciated. So as you can see, it is a Chris. It is quite a unique blade. Why'd you give it a man's name? It, uh, no, I believe you have mistaken me. Uh, it's, it is a Chris. It is a type of weapon, a dagger. Yeah, I know it's a dagger. Why'd you call it Chris? It's a, it's a, an asymmetrical, wavy patterns, uh, blade. Yeah, I, I mean, I can see that, but forget the name. Just carry on. What, what do you know about this? Uh, so, uh, this weapon, it is, uh, it is a type of weapon that is used by uh, some of the more unseemly folk uh, that I fraternize with uh, back at home. Uh, it's a pretty rare weapon, uh, often used by uh, assassins. And uh, I believe, well, I have people in my uh, organization that might be able to maybe point you in the right direction, if that is what you're looking for. I, I would greatly appreciate that. Uh, I, you know, this, uh, this kind of sucks. Um, losing a fiance. So a little bit of revenge never hurt anyone. So why don't we, uh, why don't we go ahead with that? I think that'll be good. Okay. Great. Great. Um, what we'll do is, uh, in three days time, I want you to meet me, uh, Outside of Ravenswood, um, you will find a uh, large open area among the woods. Uh, find me there. I would say it's about uh, half a day's ride outside of town. Uh, go northwest, follow the tree line. And uh, when you come to what looks like a ring of mushrooms, you would have found the right place. Like how big a ring are we talking here? Uh, would say, uh, I don't know, uh, the size of a man, and, and, uh, six feet, something like that. I mean, how okay. tall are you? Well, I mean, I'm like five nine. And just like lie down, a bunch of mushrooms, and if it's good, we're good. Cool. Yeah. No. Good to know. Uh but I I do have a favor to ask you. Uh, I am not from around here, and uh, I do have a very peculiar taste. And I was wondering if you could procure something I'm for me. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. Didn't think it was going that way. What are you looking for? I, I'm confused. What way did you think it was going? I it, Just, this is about my fiance. Don't worry about it. Uh, what do you need? I, it, we, uh, now this is just awkward. I I was just well, hoping you could... Well, maybe you, could... you did, just, like, just spit it out. It's fine. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, well, <laughs> so... <laughs> Where I'm from, dwarves are very, very rare. And yeah, I heard of this. Not a dwarf, buddy. It what are you? Wasn't calling you a dwarf. I, um, you're obviously a human. I'm shorter than average, but I mean that's yeah. I know. Thanks for the wounding uh, words. That's just great. I, really I'm just being honest. Just, it's, God damn. Uh, 
not uh, oh okay uh so uh, the thing that i wanted you to procure uh, i am looking for something very specific it is called uh rotgut have you heard of this before i mean had it on a few nights going a little uh, exactly. heavy, but you know it's uh i didn't know it was a thing you could procure well, it's from the uh, Roaring Horn Breweries uh, from Mead Rest. It's about a day's ride uh, from here. If you could procure me a couple of bottles of this rot gut, bring it back to our meeting place. I will take you back to my home. And then from there, uh, I will introduce you to some people in my organization. Sounds good. Uh, just as a heads up, though, uh, Cleric, so don't really have a ton of expendable income right now because most of it went into the wedding that was canceled due to death so uh what what am i looking to buy in here like rough guess pricing i uh, one or two bottles should be fine i mean i'm pretty sure you could figure it out and at that point he claps you on the back and and takes his leave so you take leave from Ravenswood and you take your horse all the way to the town of Meadrest. Upon entering, it is a bustling city of, of dwarves and humans. It is large by standards of city and it is infamous for the numerous breweries and distilleries within its four walls. You're easily guided to the Roaring Horn Breweries and uh, find yourself in a rather packed tap house, and you are in front of a dwarven bartender. Uh, barkeep, question, what are you, uh, what's the policy on walkouts here? Like, just grabbing some what? stuff to bring home. Bring home what? I was told, um... Cut, rock, cut, uh, the rock cut, rock cut, uh, looking to grab a couple bottles of that, make my way. Okay, yes, yes, you want to buy some bottles, that's fine, they're 50 gold pieces a bottle. Per what the, whoa, wait, um, what, what, what kind of negotiation room we got on here? Cause I got, um, I got, I got two, I got two gold. Two, two, two gold. Well, that'll, that'll get you like, uh, I don't know, a half pint, you know, like for halflings. Well, uh, this is going to be a slight issue. Um, do you have like a work program or something where maybe I could just, you know, sneak back there, work off a little, uh, 50 golds and just take some of this, this to run, you know? Like half what? a day's worth of work, just time, timing's cut. My, my wife died. My fiance, I mean, died. She was killed. And I need this to save uh, face. Help, please. Just, I, I just need, I'll, I'll give you the two gold. Can just get two bottles of this. So as you grovel in front of this dwarven bartender, a patron that is sitting next to you uh, overhears your conversation and goes, it's uh, truly a um, sad story, uh, young sir. Um, yeah, it's pretty, pretty might, tragic. Uh, yes, no, it's uh, the death of a woman is never something that uh, I ever take lightly. And uh, I feel for you. Um, thank you. Thank you. 
them. I'm thinking that, you know, uh, I might be able to help you with your supply, but, um, maybe in the future I could come to you with some support and you might be able to help me out as well. I mean, I'm a cleric. Do what I can. Help the people, right? That's, uh, that's motto. So, yeah, sure. Why not? Okay, so uh, I have these stones. They're called sending stones. Um, you'll have one, I'll have one, and we'll be able to stay in communication. And uh, essentially, you'll be in my employee, if that is an understanding. Um, Like work off the 50 gold? Or is it going to Ex- be like exactly. a continue pay thing? After exactly yes, you work you work off the gold. Hmm. Sounds like I I mean sure I guess may as well. I did can't really see any harm here. Uh, yeah. Um, I guess I'm okay with this. Uh, handshake deal. All right with you. Uh, sorry. What's what's her name? Oh, pardon me. Yes, I introductions. I. Get rather absent-minded drinking in this brewery. Uh, Ronaldo. My name is Ronaldo. Ronaldo. Okay. Uh, well, Ronaldo. Um, yeah, do you know, worked with Sending Stone before? Seems seems like it could be a good idea. Why don't we? Uh, why don't we go ahead and do this? Great, great. Uh, so that was uh, two bottles, correct? Uh, may as well make it three. That way, I've got one for the ride. Um, oh. Um, if if we can, uh, like I know, but since I'm going to be working this off layaway anyways, that just uh, what's a little extra debt. Absolutely. I'm pretty sure that you'll be able to work it off. Uh, barkeep, uh, three bottles of rock gut for the, the gentleman over here and um, just put it on my tab. Oh, absolutely. Ronaldo. I got you, buddy. And three large clay flagons are dropped onto the bar with a heavy thud. Uh, there is uh, what looks like a cork stopper on top. The only symbol that is on these clay flagons are a uh, skull and crossbones that is placed on one side. The bartender slides these flagons towards you and then continues to clean mugs with what looks like an incredibly dirty rag. And from what it seems, he looks like he is dirtying the mugs more than cleaning them with this rag. So three flagons, 75 gold more than likely in the next couple of days, I might reach out to you and uh, request assistance from you from a man of the cloth. Okay. Uh, sure. Uh, who, which cloth do you serve? No, no, no. You are a man of the cloth, and I am requesting your service. Oh, so you, yeah, sure. Uh, you know, not not too big a deal. Um, honestly, thinking about a going agnostic, because uh, who loses a wife right before the wedding? But um, yeah, sure, sure, sure. We'll we'll make this work. Look, I know you're going through a very troubling time, but uh, don't worry. You're going to get through this, and who knows? You might find purpose yet. Uh, Sure. And with that, he claps you on the back 
and uh, takes his leave. As you look at Ronaldo and he walks away, he's actually a, a fairly well-dressed man. He probably wears Noble's clothing and has uh, a large amount of pouches that are kind of like adorned along uh, his clothing, kind of belying his wealth. And as he kind of melts into the crowd of this brewery, you are left to your own devices with three flagons of rock gut. Right, I think I'm just going to scoop them up as like carefully as possible. Obviously, they're filthy, but I've you know been writing for a day, been doing this nonstop. It's uh, it, let's just get this done with I'm feeling pretty exhausted. But I think I'm just going to start trying to make my way back towards where I started and collect the last bit of my stuff and make my way off to the forest clearing. Let's go over to Creeping Flocks of Summer. So, Diane, who has been murdered on the night before her wedding, your cousin, how are you currently coping with this event? You know, honestly, Diane was a lot older than me. But that doesn't mean that I didn't love her. Um, I'm just really confused about all of these things. And, you know, she was someone I really looked up to, got out of the village, made her own path. And that was something that I really wanted to do. But now I'm kind of scared. Are people looking out for me and thinking, Gah, there's someone I could murder? I don't know. I'm kind of scared looking over my shoulder. But I made some really cool friends at the pre-wedding event. So that was really good. Do you think that these murders are specific to Tabaxi? I don't know if anyone else has been murdered. So, yeah, that's got to be the conclusion I jumped to. The bartender that you're speaking to goes, well, that's pretty crazy. Um, where are your friends that you speak of? Oh, um, they kind of go everywhere together. So... They just went to the bathroom. Oh. I point over my shoulder. Oh, the, the, the halfling and, and the really tall lady that was with you? Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. Excellent. Um, okay. Well, I mean, how did, how did your cousin die? That's quite a story. I take my claws and I lean across the bar and get super close to your face. It all started with balloons. There were so many balloons all over the ground. We walked into the bar and Diane was looking particularly beautiful. But then I took my eyes away from the door. You see, I was in charge of security. She didn't hire me per se, but I knew that it was the best use of my talents. But I didn't expect so many balloons. And so I was distracted by one beautiful silver balloon. And the next thing I knew, I was looking at the bloody side of a knife, just piercing through Diane's abs, her beautiful abs. Wow. I sit back down. I know. Balloons. So, what are you going to do? Are you are you going to look for her killer? I don't think that she was really going to, like... Uh, she, I, I, if Diane had been here, she wouldn't say, Hey, creepy flocks of summer, go looking for trouble. 
No, that wasn't Diane. Diane would have been like, follow your dreams, girl. Go do everything that you ever wanted to do in life. What about her fiancé? How's he or she doing? Oh, the fiancé, Bosley. Um, I guess he's okay. He kind of like just left, you know? He was like a preacher or something. I wasn't really sure about what his job actually is. Got it. Got it. What 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 did Diane do? Oh, Diane. As I said, Diane was my hero. Uh, Diane was a purveyor of burritos. I am a purveyor of tacos. We both love exotic foods. We learned how to make these on an island not far away from here, actually. And then we decided to take these goods all over the world and have tabaxi tacos and tabaxi burritos. I think that's how she met this preacher man. Huh. Wow. Do you have any of your tacos for sale right now? I'm so glad that you asked. And I pull up this really big box of hot tacos and I open them up. I've got chicken, beef, pork, shredded pork, ground pork. I'm really into pork, mostly because I had a really big pig available to me. Um, anyways, we've got different types of spices, uh, but we have all these different hot sauces too. Um, do you have any, uh, vegan or? Uh, I- Absolutely. I would never leave you out in the cold with some, without some tasty tacos, sans meat. Absolutely. So I have these veggie tacos. They're great. And they have this deliciously crisp and tart mango salsa on top. Don't know what a mango is? I didn't know either, but it's delicious. I- I'll have three of those. Oh, I'm so excited that you're saying this. That's going to be eight silvers. And he will slide over eight silvers uh, across the bar top to you and then starts voraciously eating mango salsa tacos. Oh my God. What is this flavor? And what is this mango you speak of? Yes, it's a mango go. Um, and it go goes well with everything. I've been putting it in everything. All of my meat sauces, all of the hot sauces, and all of the salsas. Oh. I wonder if this is why somebody killed your cousin Diane. <gasps> Maybe it was her burrito business they were after. Oh my god. I hadn't even thought of it. You're a genius to probably after her secret recipes, which I have right here. <gasps> Was there any other, I don't know, chefs or businesses that wanted her gone? I lean in closer. Oh, there's some bad chef shit that goes down in the alleys. You have no idea. We're always trying to get our hands on the freshest ingredients and the best recipes, of which Diane was the creator of many. Wow. It's a good thing I never got into the chef business. I mean, it just sounds cutthroat. It truly is. That's why I have my guild, the Iron Chefs. We're tough as nails. Iron sharpens iron! And at that point, uh, the bartender takes a step back, rather 
taken aback by your vigorous exclamation. And did anybody join you in that or did you just do that by yourself? I just did it by myself. Wow. So like, are you guys like a gang? Oh gosh, no. We're just a professional association of people that are obsessed with food. Oh, okay. Iron chefs, huh? Interesting. Yeah. Uh, so basically, there are different levels in the organization. I happen to be at the lower level because there aren't very many tabaxi taco purveyors, but I'm making my way. I'm making my name. Uh, but eventually, I want to appeat, compete in the arena of iron chefs, competing head to head against the best chefs in all the world. My tacos versus their enchiladas or whatever. And at that point, we are going to introduce Blossom and Corey. So you uh, just caught the last end of that. And I would say you're probably familiar with this spiel from Creeping Flocks of Summer. Oh, yeah. But I love it because I'm a huge food fan. Not cooking it, just eating it. Mostly her food. Oh, are you two also a part of the Iron Chefs? Oh, no. I do not have the the iron sharpening iron skill, um, but I, I just like to eat the food. Oh, it's same here. So it's great. So, so delicious. So delicious. Um, yeah, no. My, my dream is to be a swashbuckler, the most fearsome swashbuckler on the seven seas. And yes, I know there's only five seas, but I'm going to discover two more. Wow. Okay. Yes. All right. Yes. Corey, tell him your dream. Yes. Uh, well, my dream is just that I, I want to support these two <laughs> lovely ladies in everything that they do. That's my my entire goal. And I see that she got you with those vegan tacos. Oh, they're great. Aren't they, though? Yeah, this mango go is, is fantastic. Oh, yeah. The mangoes really make it mm -hmm. the best part. You gotta be careful because those mangoes, well, they're only seasonal. Got it. So that's your secret, huh? Yeah, to cook with the season's fresh ingredients. Yeah, big secret. Huh. So is yeah. the mango native to this area? I've never seen it before. No, these mangoes are actually imported all the way from the top river. Oh, interesting. And at this point, we're going to introduce uh, Bosley as well, who has come back from his travels from Meadrest. So I walk in, notice creeping flocks, Blossom and Corey uh, hanging out by the bar, talking to the bartender and just get a little, little awkward reminder of Diane is a little tough at the moment. And I'm also three sheets to the wind because I've finished off most of one of the bottles of rocket. I'm just going to walk over to a corner table and park up there and softly sob until somebody comes by and try and collect myself. Five hours go by. <laughs> wow. Thank you. <laughs> We're still talking about mangoes. <laughs> and that's why you got to dice the onions really small. Oh, yeah. Uh, excuse me, sir. Uh, you can't bring in your own alcohol into my bar. If you can please 
leave those bottles out. Oh, I'm sorry. You're this crying. I didn't mean to upset you. They are open. They are that's open. That's the guy. Oh, that's the fiance? That's the fiance. He's a mess. Wait. He he always says he's going off to pray, but every time he comes back, he's drunk I as a skunk. Food. Is that how you pray? I food. I've always wondered. What you have? It's how I pray. Okay. Wait. So you just let him sit there and cry for five hours without saying anything to him, even though I mean, you guys are technically related, right? Or no. Needs. Here, Jesus Which? Christ! Have a mango chango. Mango. It's funny. It's, Honestly, bartender, sometimes you just gotta let them cry it out. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Corey taught me how to just help people with their emotions. Yep. How many more hours is gonna cry? He's depressing the rest of my guests. Bosley, you have to stop this. You're making everyone uncomfortable. Uh, they should be. They're not. Oh, Okay, we, yeah. we can probably get and him out of here. I'll just, I'll just good. carry him. And Blossom, if you want to get on your little who's, thing on my back, I'm going to scoop him up like a baby. We're just going to get out of here. <laughs> so wait, I, I just want to confirm. Do you have like a leather riding harness that Blossom just jumps into on your back? Hell yes. yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like one of those. It's like the one that Bran had on like Game of Thrones, but like. She can combat. There's a combat situation, so she can yeah. like I do what she needs crossbow. to on my back Got with it. my height. Got it. <laughs> that doesn't seem dangerous at all. Mm-hmm. No, nah, so I trust her. It's I, I'm fearless. It's okay. I'm always in the back. <laughs> <laughs> Swashbucklers need to be fearless, so I feel so, no fear. Uh, so we walk so out. With that, you <laughs> you walk Bosley out into the streets outside of the Three Cats Tavern. Again, I'm so sorry, but here's my card. Oh, yeah, no, thank you. Um, Maybe we could set up like a day where, you know, you could bring in all your different tacos and you could like introduce them to my guests and we'll do like a two for one with like a pint of beer or something. Yeah. We'll oh, talk. God. We'll talk. That's great. That's great. I can't wait for this pop-up opportunity. If you see any catering gigs, send them my way. Okay, goodbye. Have to go take care of this lug. Oh, God. I want to just have water for him. Just, Just water. If there's a fountain, I can dip him in it. In yeah, fact, just that's throw, my, just that's my that's intention. That'll, yeah. Just, As just we walk that. out of the bar and down the street, can there be like a, a fountain in the town square over there? Absolutely. Okay. I take him over there and I dunk him under like his whole head. I just dunk his whole head in the in the water and I hold him there for a minute and I bring him back up. And then um, as you're doing this... <laughs> A small uh, child uh, walks over and goes, oh, are you performing a baptism? Uh, yep, that's exactly listen, what this is. It's uh, all safe. Nothing to listen, see here. God oh, is dead. So, so great. And <laughs> Nope. Don't nope. just say that oh, yep. God is dead. Uh, <laughs> no, Only one of nope. them. It's okay. 
Oh, oh. That's still not the horrible. Which which god Don't. was it that is dead? It's just the one nobody likes. It's okay. It's the bird one. Oh, yeah. The bird one. Yeah, the bird one. Yeah, the bird, bird one. one. Yeah, I don't remember the name. Oh, oh not the bird one. That's the Why one that I... Oh, no. No, it wasn't the bird one. It was oh. that other one, right? The chicken First, one. It was the, the chicken, chicken one. No, that's the one I was talking about. Oh, my no, God. No, you said the chicken She's starting to kill me, kid. <laughs> what? I dug him back in. <laughs> Kid, you gotta get out of here. Do you want a tasty treat? Here, have a mini muffin. I invented these. Oh, my mother told me not to take anything from strangers. You're not strangers, are you? Of course not. My name is Creeping Flocks of Summer. How you doing? And I put it out my paw to shake this little kid's hand. Does it have a taco in it or is it an empty hand? (laughs) It's an empty hand. It's an Uh, introduction. Oh, you have claws. Ooh, they're real sharp, too. I've gone limp at this point. Uh, high five instead. <laughs> um, I'll shake your hand instead. Uh, I'll take five silver. I'm, what? I'm I mean, so did you say you'll take five silver? Yeah, yes, oh, I'll take five God. silver. Oh, yeah, yeah five silver. Wait, is this what? No, I only yes, of course. Gold. I have five. She only has gold. Jesus, <laughs> this kid is going to con us out of everything we have because you told him his his chicken god is dead. Um, <laughs> I will give him five five silvers and two tacos. Thank you, ma'am. Nothing to be seen here. I'll go on my merry way. He starts whistling a tune as he walks away, eating tacos. Oh, come on, man. Pockets five silver. Uh, Bosley, you shit. You just made me get conned by a child. Yeah. Bosley's unconscious. I am unconscious. But- I went limp under the water. <sighs> How long oh. has he been like that? I mean, I would have dipped him in and out, but I probably was paying attention to Creeping Flocks of Summer and the kid. So I just look over and I'm like, oh, damn it. God. And I put him on the ground and I start like trying to pump the water out of him. Do you do it with his arm where you're like, it's like a well? <laughs> well yeah, this is a comedy podcast. Absolutely. Because <laughs> I don't think CPR existed. <laughs> no. Yeah. And maybe if you shake him upside down, the water will come oh, out. Oh, shit. Of- I'm really tall. That's actually probably better. So yeah. from baby holding position, I just like grab one of his legs and just let the top the top part of him fall. So he's just upside down. I'm shaking him, trying to get the water out. <laughs> Come on, Bosley. We ain't got time for this. 20 coppers, three silvers, and a gold piece just drop to the ground. A holy symbol. Um, and the robes that he wears are basically upended, exposing the bottom half of his body that is being held up uh, upside down by Corey. Does he wake up? I wish you hadn't done that. <laughs> Does Bosley wear underwear is the God, burning so. question in Hell of Our Mind. I'm trying to decide if it's leopard print or not, or if that would be too no. insensitive yes. for Diane. No, no, it is because I wanted to feel a little bit more close to her. So I was wearing very uh, cat-like I hope it's in underwear. the same like color as her fur was. I feel like. And oh, if she had yeah. a pattern, it's like absolutely that pattern. You might have skinned It's not her. actual like cat skin. It's just a design to look like it. It's, <laughs> it's, it's like, like <laughs> dyed underwear These to look this way. <laughs> oh, boy. That's. Uh... I am horrified. <laughs> <laughs> Turn, turn him around. 
god! <laughs> I lower him to the ground and then like gently pull his. <laughs> gently pull even that dog thing. hates it. <laughs> For five oh. silver, his I'll make the dog disappear. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, this ain't no place for a child. Please, please go home. Fine. Yeah, take your tacos and go. Kick rocks. <laughs> wow, that was real rude, Mister. You're cheap. Oh, bless your heart. Get out of here. Bosley, mm. Bosley, Bosley, uh, wake up. What? It's Diane. Diane. Where's Diane, was that? She's dead, and you are a disgrace to her memory. I wear leopard print underwear. Don't you know anything about tabaxi culture? It was her favorite pair, is how we were close. It made me feel more like her. I don't want to know anything about what you and Diane did. Well, you asked, so let me tell you about the bedroom stuff. I didn't ask you anything. Back me up. I didn't ask. I didn't ask. Nope, she didn't ask. Nope, she sure did not. Nope. Nobody asked. (sighs) Nope, so you're feeling better now, right? Yay. Uh, Sobering up. Why why am I so wet? Uh, You you fell in the fountain just a minute ago. Yeah, you walked mm-hmm. straight out of the bar, mm-hmm. and you tripped, and you fell into the fountain, and if it hadn't been for us, you would have died in uh, there. Yeah, so, Corey, the favors continue. All right. I, uh, I'm i not doing so great. Um, really? But yeah, it was hard to choke. I, so, can I, can, I, can I tell you something? All, uh, all you. Depends. I feel like you're going to, no matter what. Yeah. Uh, so. So yes. I yeah. I took that dagger. Um. Took it to a guy, and and he says he he knows who uh might be able to help identify who used it. Some weirdo who decided to name it Chris or something. I don't know, but. I I could really I'm obviously struggling and if I'm falling in and out of tears and then in the fountain I can you help me find Diane's killer question for the DM yes do I know any chefs named Chris ooh oh my god it's nice (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I forgot that we're all not super wise because I'm definitely not wise. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, is, I'm the most intelligent, but I'm also blitzed right now. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Guys, I have wisdom. He's just bad at explaining. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's fair. Um, I'm gonna say yes, but uh, this chef is not a part of the Iron Chef organization. He is a freelance chef. Chris, you say? Yeah, he called. He called the dagger Chris. He kept calling it Chris, and that's our first lead, Bosley. It's been months, months, and months, and now we have our first lead. You beautiful drunk son of a bitch you've done it i'm still laying on the ground to just poke my arm up with the thumbs up yeah let's go to bed for now you're absolutely right and when we wake up 
We're not going to drink ever again. And we're going to be good people. Got it? Yeah. We're going to find Diane's killer. We're going to fucking fuck up Chris. Yes. Wait. You know, maybe we don't have to go to that forest clearing anyways if you know it's him. Forest clearing? What is he doing? Foraging for mushrooms now? Well, yeah, I gotta, like, lie down some mushrooms. I'll be able to find this guy in a day or two. Um, That's where Chris is? Chris, two days no, of hunting no, mushrooms? No, Ugh. so Chris Chris is the name of this, and he pulls out the dagger. So this this thing's name is Chris, I guess? No, this is a style of dagger called a Chris. You Wait. idiot. <laughs> At least I'm a oh, cleric, possibly. not a fu- Why would I know dagger names? I shit. You know, sometimes you just really disappoint me. <laughs> I just start walking to where to wherever it is where we're sleeping. Uh, but but I'll scoop him up and walk so we're all walking together. Uh, go ahead and say more about this clearing in the forest. What's that all about? So yeah, where do the mushrooms come in? I got a friend. He said like half a day out of town. There's like some woods. We go northwest. Uh, look for some mushrooms that I can fit inside. Uh, like a like a ring Big of them, mushrooms? not like a giant mushroom, <gasps> not a giant that could mushroom. Be really good. But oh my gosh. Um, there's like so a bunch of them in a circle. You guys are focused on the size oh. of the mushrooms. It's not the size; it's the amount in a just, ring. Just thinking about summer's uh, tacos. Just saying. I feel like Listen. you went a place with that. Both on purpose and not on purpose. <laughs> okay. I'm still drunk. <laughs> You're a priest. But we ride okay. there, we so, go there, and then I meet my friend. He tells me what assassins would have this uh, Chris, I guess. Assassins. Okay. So the mushrooms are the meeting place, and we go inside the mushrooms, and we meet this person. Well, there. it's a, that's like a sign that we're close. And there's forest clearing or something. I'm. And then I, we go on he, an adventure. I mean, odds are, who knows? He's gonna be like another. What day is it? It's sleepy time. Good night. Okay. Just, good night. Put the cover over your shoulders. Good night, sweet priest. Good night. So the four of you take to bed. (laughs) (laughs) So we could just end that scene. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The next morning, all four of you wake up. Bosley, probably with quite the wicked hangover. Um... Two days have passed because you did travel to Midrest and then back. So out of the three days that you were given, today is a day you'd probably need to head out northwest from where you're at to meet up with this person you were dealing with a couple days ago. After a little bit of setup, uh, everybody grabs their belongings. You get on your horses and you travel uh, about a half day's ride northwest from town. And you come to the clearing that this mysterious man spoke of. In front of you in this clearing, you do find what looks like a rather normal cluster or ring of mushrooms that look quite ordinary. and 
as you dismount from your horses, the man that you're speaking to slinks out of the shadows of the trees and goes, Oh, great. You're here. I was worried. Uh, I'm glad you, you were able to make it. Were you able to get the, the rat gut, um, that I asked for? Yeah. I don't know why you like this and pull out both bottles, but I'm never touching that again. Here you go. It is uh, not for the weak of heart. You look uh, pretty bad. It's, Listen, uh, it looks like you have crying a lot. And- was killed. I think I'm allowed oh. to be a little disheveled. I am so sorry. That is right. I I completely forgot. I that's my bad. Um, wait, who who are these people uh, with you? You did not discuss bringing companions. Yeah. Uh- Hey, Bosley, uh, these mushrooms are pretty tiny. Are you sure this is the right guy? Yeah. No, he's he's the right guy. Um, uh, like, I, I could lie down in that pretty comfortably, I think. That would have made a decent bed. Like, that's... So, uh, any, anyways, um, it, I, I can't do this on my own. I'm not a fighter. I, I needed some help, so I got some help. He's no Superman. <laughs> I can't do this all on my own. <laughs> this is fine. Uh, I think I can make this work. Um, excuse me. Allow myself to introduce myself. My name is Hemlock. <laughs> Sorry. I love that broke you so hard. <laughs> <laughs> Allow myself to introduce myself. Yes. I, I love him so much. As he starts to come out of the shadows of the trees, prior to Bosley's meeting with Hemlock, he was cloaked and, you know, was kind of like very covered. So Bosley was unable to really make any distinctive features, but um, this time around, he is not clothed whatsoever. This person walking towards you has curling horns that protrude out of the, the sides of his head. He is actually rather attractive with a goatee and beard, the color of autumn kind of like a rustic orange and brown, long flowing hair that kind of falls onto his shoulders. And as you look down his body, his rather muscular and athletic body, you notice that uh, once again, he is not wearing a shirt and all he has is a strap that goes across his chest that ends in a satchel at his side. Then you start to notice the lower part of his body, which is completely covered in fur and his legs end in what look like hooves and before you is a woodland mystical creature for those of you who would like to maybe roll a nature maybe a knowledge if you're uh, a part of the intellectual pursuit i have a 17 great for nature sure that's a 12 i got an 11 so (laughs) i'm not very knowledgeable what about Corey? I got a six. Okay. So, <laughs> Phlox, uh, you're the only one that recognizes this, what would be considered like a mystical creature. Before you is a satyr. You know that this man or creature is not of the material plane. There are pretty rare sights. And in the knowledge that it is what would be considered kind of like a half man, half goat. 
Well, I, I, I guess having friends is okay, uh, Bosley. Uh, obviously, you need the support uh, in this trying time that you're dealing with, and uh, th- this might be good. Um, okay, so everybody, I am going to need you to uh, follow me. We're going to step into this ring of mushrooms, and uh, please do me a, a, a very big favor. Do not disturb the mushrooms themselves. That could have very unfortunate um, side effects. Come, come, please, come on. Okay, okay. I'll... okay. I walk forward, <laughs> no reservations. I follow straight yep. in. So as the four of you break <laughs> the ring of mushrooms and step over and into this ring, immediately your visuals start to blur, and before you is a completely different view. You are just assaulted by... Viridian colors, large trees, lush flora, and a a, a breeze, an autumn breeze that kind of glides across your skin playfully. The sky is draped in gradients of reddish and orange hue to soft indigo, and you find yourself in what looks like a rather colorful forest, almost what would be considered a stark contrast to the standard greens and browns that you are used to from where you just came. You are in a completely different place. As you kind of collect yourselves and and kind of get your bearings, you hear just birds chirping in, and you hear rodents frolicking uh, among the foliage along the grounds, which kind of brings you a little bit of comfort. You're, you're, you're very soothed in this scene. As you continue to just kind of take in your surroundings, you notice as the leaves sway from the trees and the branches, they shift in hue to more of like a rusted color. And then a sudden chill refreshes you and you're kind of woken up from your mesmerized tranquility and you realize that you're in a very foreign and alien setting. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Uh, hopefully everybody is feeling okay. Does anybody have any nausea? Yeah, I have a, a little bag yeah. if you need to, uh, you know, yeah. exit, no, exit your breakfast. So exciting. I, I, I'm going to step away for a bit. Uh, you, you ladies got this? Uh, cool. no, Can we do it uh, again? No, uh, Bosley, please, no, that is not a good idea. I, I don't believe you should go off by yourself. I I believe you should stay with the group. Ooh, I, th- I thought you said I could go lay down. No. Uh, n- no, oh. at no point did I say this. <laughs> I, oh. Look, Bosley, I need you to focus. I'm okay, trying. Look, I'm really trying. Uh, we, are, uh, we are in my home. Um, you, you might realize we are no longer uh, where you were. And uh, although this place is very beautiful, trust me, I've lived here all my life and I love it, but it is quite dangerous as well. Um, are you familiar with the uh, the plane of fairies? <gasps> Bosley, this is the best thing you've ever done. Cool. Thanks. Are you sick? Oh, Bosley, Can I have one of those bags for him? Absolutely, absolutely. And he starts rifling through his satchel and he produces what looks like a, you know, woven leaf bag. Here, Bosley, just put this around your mouth. Oh, that does not look good. Um, I am going to take <laughs> a couple of steps back. I, uh, I don't yes, do well with 
the exiting of of things from then human maybe bodies. Maybe warn the fifty year old man when we're gonna teleport. Uh, yeah, yeah, yes. Well, it, would it have made any difference? I I don't believe so. He really hasn't accomplished much in his life. I. He's only level five. Got it. Got it. Yes, I I could understand how disconcerting something like that can be. Look, Bosley, it is okay. Look, please spend some time with me and I will show you around and, you know, maybe we could uh, teach you a thing or two and make something of yourself. Weird offer. (laughs) Sure, but first, can we figure out about Chris here? Oh, or of course. Chris, sorry, I, creepy flocks kind of fill me in on I that. I get very distracted. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Yes, of course. Uh, here, follow me this way. Uh, I take you back to my city. It's uh, the name of the city is Temaranel. Um, are you familiar? No, I'm not at all. Okay. No. I think you know the uh, answer to that. Now, do you have any seas here? Like any undiscovered seas? Oh. Or like oh. as, as I would say, any buckles like that can like be an ocean okay um yeah kind of like it but smaller like uh, you know yes more yes i because i'm kind of small i don't know if you noticed yes i believe we have about uh, nine or eleven seas here <gasps> oh my gosh <laughs> oh it's your dream <gasps> we're gonna stay here so long and Are explore you? everything it's gonna be so amazing is she okay is she panicking what is going on she's breathing very rapidly why is she doing this Oh, oh no, she's, she's just real excited. She, this is good. She's having trouble breathing. Good. Somebody, please give her, give her some oh help. Here, and I throw Priest. the bag to her. <laughs> I'll start breathing into the bag. Just <gasps> you guys are embarrassing me. Okay, <sighs> this is very exciting. I'm so, so sorry, excited. Um, Mr. Hemlock. Would you mind if my friends and I just have like a quick huddle? Uh. Just like a sidebar? Like a sidebar? We can take a knee. Yeah. You cannot have my knees. <laughs> no, no, no. We're not going to take your knee. We're going to take our knees and we're going to... Everyone, take a knee! <laughs> I'll immediately like drop down to a knee. Hemlock, Hemlock kneels down. He's still standing <laughs> next to you and he's kneeling. What are we doing? What is this taking of knees? Uh, I'm so excited. I'm sorry, sir, but this is like for uh, Bosley and ourselves only. This is for us to have a little a little chat. Oh, I no, see. I mean, no offense. I no offense. So no satyrs allowed is what you're saying. God no, no, just no, not you specifically. Super racist. No, okay, no. Satyrs welcome everyone in. Just pretend like you can't hear what I'm Who's about to embarrassing say. who now? And Bosley takes a knee. <laughs> okay, Bosley, number one, you've been embarrassing me for the past three months with your sobbing and your drinking and your out of control behavior. And I swear to God, if you mess this up for me and I can't get the good ass ingredients because of you, I am going to kill you. That might be a good thing for me at the end of this then. Hey, <laughs> okay, is this an intervention? Also, you need to calm down. Me? You can't. You can't be hyperventilating overseas. God, I've never guys, heard of so many. This is a satyr. This so is satyr. He's so cool. Do you guys remember those school plays of the word Greece? This is yeah. like the cool guy from the plays <gasps> of Greece. 
I mean, hey, he is pretty cool. Have you seen him? So cool. Okay, it's my turn. So it's my cool. turn. What what should I be doing? What what should I be doing? Say something that's mean. Uh, that's what I do in these. Well, I mean, you guys are all very um, plain. Oh, that, well, that was uh, a little bit. Taking me over. Taking me over. Yeah, so that was deep. getting wow. up too much. No, was that, I can't was that take mean? it. That, it. That was too yeah. much. Oh, <sighs> maybe a bit too far. Oh, big guy. Sorry, I, I get carried away sometimes. I apologize. I, I did okay. not mean an offense. Where were we going? Yeah, Tomorrow, Renell. It is yes. the city of autumn. If you'd like to follow me this way. Okay. As we walk, I want to pick up different colored flowers and hand them to my friends. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> so cute. You are just just mesmerized with the colors and the alien shapes of the flowers to where you have never seen anything like them before. And it is quite beautiful and breathtaking. Everything about your surroundings is just almost magical. It's, it's hard not to just get distracted and wander off to look at a bird that is, has colorful feathers or a plant that is moving on its own. And it takes everything in your power to just kind of continue to follow Hemlock the Seder. So as you can see, this is the, uh, well, I hate using this term, but everybody likes using it. It's the Feywild. It, it's, it's ridiculous. I know. I apologize, but that's what people call it. And, uh, it's quite magical. I've lived here all of my life. It's great. Um, but please do not wander off. I, you know, the famous saying. Yes. Absolutely. Oh, great. Remind me how it goes. It goes something like, uh, uh huh. Go ahead. You know, yes. Um, mm-hmm. um, I'll say it with you. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It goes, mm-hmm. don't, it don't th- thing, do, uh-huh. do, yes, things. things. N- on no. your, your feet. Own, own feet. Own feet. I don't, uh, well, is that I thought uh, it was going to be curiosity kills the cat. Oh, uh, that's a good one. That's a good Ooh, one. Yes. yes. No, the, the, I didn't say tabaxi. I said cat. Oh, that, that poor, poor taste of words, I should say. Yes. I mean, your was friend. Was that the is, same? Was that it? No. I would never point out somebody's specific race and make a off-color joke like that. I mean, I apologize, but your friend is quite rude. That was not a joke. It's a saying. That, that's fair. That's fair. Yes. Uh, no, what I was trying to say is, uh, and they were never heard from again. <gasps> oh, that's very unexpected. That's not a nice okay. thing. Well, I like that better. I'm telling you to stay with me. I am telling you not to wander off. It is a saying that is said here that if those that wander off, they, they're never heard from again. So okay, see, stay with me. Choice of words, though, because that, that I get, you know, don't wander off or you'll never be it's saying and they were never heard from again. Kind of sounds a little threatening there. It could yes. be like and then nobody was ever heard from again. Yes. Oh, it's you have to just, be respectful of other people's cultures. Okay? Oh, I'm so sorry. That's. Okay, it's, a, this it's is, a very, you're right, you're right, it's okay. a very good saying, I respect that. It's a that. good saying, we respect it yes. and the saying and the meaning of the saying. 
Yes. Yes, and it's you. it's to you know ensure that the the children do not wander off and disappear. You know, so it's something that we say to everybody. Just please make sure you follow me, and uh, I think we'll be all okay. So about. I would say three to four hours pass, but it's really hard to gauge time here because you are so easily distracted by the sights and sounds of this alien terrain that time is, is fluid and it's hard to kind of keep track of it. Also, the sky is ever shifting in myriad of colors. So it's not like you are noticing a, kind of like slow change of light to dark or anything along those lines. So you're unable to tell what time of day it is here as well. Ah, great. We are here. We are here to uh, see right here. Uh, this is the, the beginning of the city. You see trees, large gargantuan trees with a plethora of branches and clusters of leaves and you currently don't see anything and i would like for everybody to roll a perception check nine 14 10 21 so as the four of you kind of try to absorb what hemlock is pointing out Corey, to you you start to make out shapes and patterns among the trees and you realize that most of you have been looking straight ahead looking for buildings amongst the trees and you realize as you look up there are buildings within the trees up high and some of the branches that you've seen are actually rope bridges that connect trees and buildings together and at that point it dawns on you that the city of autumn or tamarinel that he was speaking of is above you whoa do y'all see this see what yeah there's some look really up. pretty flowers over there no no look up yeah look up guys Oh. Oh. Wow. The city is in the trees. That's so hot. Uh, yes, uh, of that? course the city is in the trees. I mean, I don't uh, I don't yeah. understand why you of create course. your buildings on the ground. It's very depressing. It's uh it's so, so stupid, close to the yeah. mud and the dirtiness, uh, you yeah. know, it's uh, quite unbecoming. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, respectful of other people's culture. Okay. How do we get up there? Let's climb. Oh, <laughs> you just uh, you just walk up, and he starts to walk up, and he does so close to a tree, and as he walks kind of around the bend of the tree, you start to see movement and branches start to lower and create what looks like a staircase, and he just starts to walk up and wraps around the tree. And goes, come, come, come. I please follow me. Do not get distracted. Oh, oh, yeah. Come on. Oh, my gosh. And so before (laughs) you is a moving, bustling city that is magical. The trees, the leaves, everything is rife with action. And the branches all come down as Hemlock just continues to step. And almost every step, he looks like he's about to step off of a branch and to plummet down to the ground. And a branch just kind of bends its way right in place to kind of take his step. And all four of you are led up high by Hemlock. 
And at the very top of the staircase, you come across what looks like a very grand tree house. There is a warmth that comes from it, from the, the light that comes through the windows. And there's a very big round door that is a double door. Great. This is, uh, this is what we call the inn of the last home. Uh, I, there's a human here. He, uh, he runs the place. So you'll probably feel at home. I, Figured this would be best for you to come in, you know, and not feel so weird. Uh, I, I, maybe that's I, racist I'm, of me. I'm I don't know. I'm not a human. I, I don't know if that was unclear. Wait, you're not the human child? I mean, whoa. Wow. Wow. Hmm. <laughs> um, oh, this cannot oh, be the first time okay. that's happened to you. I'm so sorry. Wait, the Bosley is wow. not your father. No, no, <laughs> no, oh my God. no, I'm uh, just this is my, my full height. Um, oh, you're, uh, you're a halfling. Yes. You're a halfling. I'm so yes. sorry. Oh, uh, I'm so embarrassed. I, I apologize. Yeah, it's, you should uh, be. It's okay. <laughs> okay, so uh, I'm going to introduce you to Otik. He is the innkeeper here. Um, you will spend the night. Um, Bosley, do you mind if we... Uh, what was the thing we do? Uh, take a knee. Do you, can we take a knee to the side? Yeah, yeah, I'm fine with that. Uh, great, great. Go, ladies, if you want to go get situated, uh, join up in a little bit. Okay, sounds great. Bye. So, the three of you enter this tavern or the inn of the last home. And as these round doors open up, uh, a warm, bright light emanates from what looks like a large hearth that is in the center of this room. And off to the right-hand side is a bar. There's a stage to the left-hand side. And then in front of you, past the hearth, is multiple hallways that must lead into other parts of this inn or to the rooms. There is a large human man with a bald head and a big fierce red beard cleaning off mugs in front of a bunch of kegs and he smiles and welcomes you in and goes oh come on in how's everybody doing great so good as he beckons you towards the bar you are welcomed by a wafting smell of what you can only imagine is spiced potatoes and it mm. smells excellent it goes well, it seems like you must be far from home. Why don't you come on in and take a load off your feet? Your dogs must be barking. Oh, we didn't bring any dogs? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. That's just a saying we have back where I'm from. It just means your feet probably hurt. Oh. Oh. Dogs must be barking. I'm incredibly fit, so I'm okay. But yeah, that, that you are. Great. That you a are. A little rest sounds so good. Yeah, come on in. Sit down. You guys want something to drink? Yeah, uh, something to eat. Uh, that smells amazing. Absolutely. We just uh, whipped up a batch of our spiced potatoes. We have some flank mm -hmm. steak, uh, you know, gravy, whatever you want. All of the above. Great. Otic special. Oh. Gotcha. All right. Oh. Something to drink yes. as well. Oh, wait. Oh, nope. Nope. Yeah. Something to drink for you. Where are you going to card me? Well, I really? Really, like, I mean, I know do I'm you short. have? Do you have ID? I, know I'm I mean, you are of age, right? Listen, you know, yeah, I'm. I'm 21. Okay, I'm. I'm fully grown. 
Okay. I'm just short. Yeah. I'm, I'm just, I'm, but nope. you know, height isn't everything. I'm real fierce. I'm a fierce fighter. I'm going to be a swashbuckler someday. I could see that. That's true. What's the weapon of choice? Swash, swash. Um, well, currently I'm really good with my crossbows. Oh. Um, but as you can see, I do have this trident. Um, and one day I'm going to be good at fighting with it. Um, then be like a real swashbuckler. All right, I have a question for you uh, out of character. So this yeah. trident, is it like halfling size or is it like it, a full-size trident? Because I'm just imagining how you're carrying it this entire time and how it has not been brought up at all. It is halfling size. Okay. So it's it's like three feet tall. Okay. And, um, yeah, so it looks really puny to everyone else, um, but Blossom thinks it's really fierce, but she's not very good at fighting with it. Yet. Do we like just not have the the heart to tell you that it's really just a manure scooping pitchfork? <laughs> like, is that what it really is? Um, <laughs> she has spray painted it so that it looks like a trident. <laughs> I love it. But yeah, you, you were all Arts kind enough crafts. not to mention it. Yeah. Look, she had a mage okay. color spray it, okay? Yeah. Oh, that's it. <laughs> color spray. <laughs> oh i am um, so yeah. sorry lady warrior no absolutely i thank that trident is fierce thank you thank you for noticing gosh <laughs> so he kind of sets you up with food and drinks and uh is just kind of making polite conversation with you as we take it back to bosley uh okay so bosley um i have this man uh, he's a part of my organization. Uh, he can maybe provide some insight to what we discussed earlier, why I brought you here. Uh, this weapon, this Chris, uh, it's a very unique type of weapon. Not everybody carries it. You know, it's, uh, yeah, it's got the wavy blade pattern. Never even seen uh, one before this. So. Yes, no, no. I definitely understand. It's actually, uh, it's a favorite weapon of the Unseelie Court. So that's not a good sign. I mean, how how risky are we looking? Uh, I do not know. But uh, uh, this man, his name is Percival, Percival Hawkwinter. Uh, he can maybe provide some insight. Um, I will set up a, a meeting with him. We are going to be at the Caterpillar's Mushroom. Let's say in about uh, three hours. It, uh, you, what you want to do is take, uh, the rope bridge over here to the left, go down two trees, take a right, go down three more trees. Okay. I'm, and, uh, I'm you will find stop a, you right there. Uh, directions, uh, not the best of luck trying to have me follow tree lines on this. Uh, maybe we should talk to, uh, our resident, uh, swashbuckler. She seems to be into all the navigation stuff. She might be able to help out. That, he claps uh, you on the back and goes, you're right, Bosley. I, I apologize. I do not mean to burden you with information or directions. Uh, here, let's go inside. Um, maybe some potatoes will do you some good. Hey, uh, Hemlock, just before we go in there, um, thank you. Oh, you, Bosley, of, of you, course. Oh. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna cry. I'm gonna hold it back. But mm, you're giving this uh, soul man some direction, and uh, it could really 
And I'm, I'm really thankful for what you're doing for me. I'm not familiar with human customs, but here in the Feywild, we hug it out. So come on, come on in, big guy. Come on in. I mean, and he starts to hug you. Okay. He's and naked. I gently, just like very distant armed tap with just my fingers on his back, just because I'm not used to hugs. They're a little the weird. Defined, the defined muscles of his back are very. Taut. Very nice. Yes. Very tight. Oof. Uh, yeah. Bosley List. is dealing with a little bit of inadequacy right now, but he'll he'll get through it. Okay. So, Bosley, listen. Uh, we're going to get down to this, okay? You got me my rot gut. This actually will... Uh, this pleases me. I have a bottle for myself. I have a bottle for a friend. And uh, we're, we're going to get down to this. We're going to find this killer of this Diane. No, thank you. Um, I guess for now, maybe if if we're ready, should I just come with you for this meeting? Should we just grab the girls, go with you? Oh, no, 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 no. Wow, that's I, I'm uh, sorry. Percival, uh, uh, he is a... Um, how do you say, as a private man. Uh, he does not like large groups. Uh, uh, you can maybe bring one person, call them your bodyguard or something like that, but uh, they must stand outside of the table that we're sitting at. Um, and then uh, you will have to partake in the, uh, for lack of a better term, the rituals or the, the customs uh, to be able to converse with Percival. He's a very uh, traditional man. Uh okay okay uh, i guess i'll uh have to consider that but um yeah no good to know thank you so he takes you inside you are assaulted by the smells of spices and meat potatoes mead it's just all inviting uh yes madam um madam blossom Yes. Yes. Uh, Mr. Bosley, uh, he is very bad with directions. I need to inform you of where he needs to be in three hours. Can I entrust you with this information? Oh, absolutely. I am so good with directions. Excellent. Excellent. So uh, what you need to do is take this rope bridge to the left. Go down two trees. Mm -hmm. Take a right. Is, is that the... And then take three the, the, trees. Wait. Okay. Three. Mm -hmm. Yes. Two trees okay. and then three trees. Okay. The okay. sign that you're looking for will have what looks like a caterpillar that is smoking a pipe. The establishment okay. is called the Caterpillar's Mushroom. Okay. Okay. Quick, quick, quick question. Which one's left? And I, I hold up my hands with like the little L symbol. <laughs> oh, while they're talking, <laughs> I go over to talk to Corey and Creeping Flocks of Summer. Um, so, ladies, uh, looks like there's a bit of a meeting to find out something about this, Chris. And um, apparently the guy who has some information is, is kind of private, kind of traditional. And uh, I can't bring everyone. So it looks like uh, as, as Hemlock was putting it, I could use just, you know, one person coming along with me and say that they're a, uh, I guess, bodyguard. I just turned my head to look at Corey. <laughs> I mean, 
yeah, I'll I'll go with you if you want me to. I mean, I did just two sets of ears <laughs> better than one, I guess. I don't know, uh, but. Absolutely. I mean, you can't really use Blossom's, uh, you know, saddle, but I can just carry you and it'll be all good. I don't think you need to worry so much about the carry. Um, (laughs) It's it's not like a literal bodyguard thing. It's just having a companion along with. Don't worry. You know what? Maybe I'll go alone. No, Um, no, no. It's too late. I'm your bodyguard. I'm going to keep you safe. Oh, okay. Uh, Thank you, I guess, then. I assume my position directly behind his back, and every step he takes, I take with him. Nice. <sighs> so, as you can see, the, this arm over here, this is what we call your uh-huh. left arm. And so, okay. when you point yourself in a direction, that would be the left. So, here, watch watch where I am standing. Uh-huh. Now, uh-huh. this is my left arm. The rope bridge that I am pointing to is the left bridge. Two trees down. Then, while not changing the direction of your body, use your right arm, the other one, not the left. Yes, yes, that one. Point outwards from you. And then go down Out. three trees that this, way. This, this that one oh my that god, that one? Like, I don't which? know what is so, happening here. Hey, uh, um, how, how are the directions coming? The things making sense? I've got, I've, I've no, this is left. And then two, and then three, and somewhere is out. And with that, I leave you a bid, a goodbye. Uh, we will see each other later, Bosley. I'm confident in your ability to locate the caterpillar's mushroom. Um, everybody, it has been a great pleasure. I believe we will see each other again. Please do not hesitate to contact me for any of your needs. I'm a great guide. I can show you around the Feywild. Uh, so, with that, uh, adieu. And he walks out of the tavern. I think I got this. <laughs> I guess I'll stay here. Bye! <laughs> <laughs> well, now you you could come along, and then because uh, not all of us could go in, but Bosley and I could go in. Y'all could wait outside, and that way, if there's trouble, you're not far, yes. and we'll just think of like a can, signal. Yes, like I mean, yeah. I was also thinking that it could be a bird call. What was that? Was a bird call? Wasn't that? <laughs> No, no, I'm saying I agree with you. I mean, I don't you. know many birds. I, I, but... I, I agree with you. I was thinking it could also be a bird call, as in same wavelength. Oh, two. Oh, oh. Got it. Yeah. 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 Huh? Same, same. What? What? Huh? Bosley steps out of the building, <laughs> just sighing. Oh, I follow Bosley. <laughs> okay, so we'll be... It's to the left, which is this one. And I wave my left arm. <laughs> Bosley, as you and Corey leave the end of the last home, once again, you're just kind of amazed by the makeup of this city for what you would think is miles. You see rope bridges and buildings and trees. One thing you didn't notice before, but from this higher vantage point, which is kind of like two-thirds of the way up the tree, above the tree line, which 
you could only see the sky sparingly through the openings amongst the branches. Off in the distance, you see what look like gleaming white spires made of some kind of like rock or crystal or something like that. And these go above the tree line. I mean, it's quite far away, but they're rather attracting to your eyesight right now. And as you kind of focus on these spires, you also notice what look like flying creatures. From this point, you can't tell what they are, but you almost believe that there might be people riding these creatures uh, from what you can see as well. So you continue to go down a rope bridge or two, and there are people walking around. You do see your standard array of humanoids like elves, couple of humans, you see gnomes, but predominantly the types of races that you run into are Eladrin. You also see what look like maybe like woodland type creatures. You even see animals that are just kind of walking around amongst the humanoids, which they look like they travel with purpose, but they still kind of walk with on all fours and whatnot. And somehow uh, amongst everything that is going on, you find yourself on a platform and before you is a rather curious looking building. And upon this building is a sign. And on this sign is a fat caterpillar that is smoking a long wooden pipe with a trail of smoke that comes up from the end of this pipe. Is the caterpillar sitting on anything? A mushroom. Mm. Copy that. All right. Um, Ladies, looks like we're here. Uh, okay, bye. Okay, just uh, real, real quick, creep. Did we agree on a signal? Creeping fox. Ka-ka, ka-ka. Okay, right? sounds good. I'll see y'all later. Are, are, so you're gonna hang out here. You aren't gonna go run around like crazy looking for more fruit and stuff. <laughs> what do I run around like crazy? Possibly. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, I'm a little nervous because we're in a strange land. Okay. Weirdo. Whatever. Bye. Go ahead. Okay. Again, strange land. Don't want to lose sight of each other. Hmm? It's already where we're splitting. Okay. So, like. Yeah. Yeah. We're, no, we're, 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 we're you're already fine. splitting. We're, 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 but yeah, we're right here. We're going to. Corey, I think he might need a ride. I instantly pick up Bosley. Like a baby, cradle him and walk okay, him through well the door. This, yeah, right, that works. So, as you walk towards the door of this curious building, which looks like a large mushroom growing out of the tree, there is a ornate door. But in front of this door are two bugbears and what looks like either a small child or a halfling. The halfling or small child has uh, what looks like a clipboard and a pencil. The two bugbears, they just have their arms crossed uh, their chest. And as you approach, the small person looks up and goes, nope, and looks back down at their clipboard. Uh, No to you too, sir. Um, Yes, no, I'm sorry. And then he continues to look at his clipboard. I put Bosley down. Thank. That's uh, not so going to make a difference. We have a meeting. 
I doubt that. Um, this is kind of like a private club and, um, I've never seen you before. So, um, it, there's probably, oh, there's a tavern a couple of trees down that you could probably frequent. I nudge Bosley, like in a what, I, tell him who you're meeting kind uh, of way. Okay. Uh, it's, um, Less the the libations that we're interested in. I'm, I'm here to meet uh, Percival Hawks Winter. What? Mm, you? No. Uh, yeah, me. Hmm. And he starts rifling through the papers on his clipboard and goes, oh... Are you Bosley? <laughs> sure. Yeah, we'll go with that. Oh. Um I'm going to have to have a conversation with Hemlock. Uh, okay. Good, good, fine. Don't, don't rag, uh, rag too you're much welcome on to enter. Hemlock, Hemlock's great. Don't I worry about assume him. this rather large one is with you as well. Well, she carried me in, so that's a pretty safe assumption, I would say. So as the two of you walk in, you immediately enter into a very dark room. So we cut over to Blossom and Phlox. You are left to your own devices. What would you like to do? <laughs> what wouldn't we like to do? We're going to take a knee. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Obviously, my goal is to start collecting spices right away. Yeah. Yeah, I'd love to help so, you with that. A small um, bear cub that is taking a knee next to you also nods his head. <laughs> Upon making that noise, the bear cub kind of bristles back a little bit and looks at you. What's your name? It starts to make standard bear cub noises, but it seems purposeful. Uh, as if it's trying to communicate with you. Oh, my um, no worries. I can obviously communicate earlier. I'm a cat. <laughs> <laughs> obviously. Everyone obviously. knows cats know how to talk to bears. <laughs> I am going to put my hand into my robe of useful items. Oh. Okay. <laughs> and I am going to see what happens <laughs> what because what would you okay okay we, we're gonna we can do this two ways uh you can uh say what you want and then roll for it okay or you can just roll and then allow me to decide what comes out what i'm hoping is like a little vial of um like speak with animals or something potion. Okay. Um, go ahead and roll a percentile die. Okay. 46. So a vial 
uh, of a very unique color comes out. It is almost kind of like a whitish blue liquid within this vial. Um, you're not familiar with the vial and you don't know how you came across it, but you do know that the robe of useful items comes with very many things, um, things that you have never interacted with and or placed in there yourself. Bottoms up. And I twist <laughs> off the top. I think this is going to let me speak with the animals. I put my heart's desire into my hand as I reached into the rope. Oh, Surely the, it's yes. never failed me before. Granted, I have only used it a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Do you think this is safe? I don't care. Probably. Let's if you, smell if it. If it's your heart's desire. <sighs> it smells like amoxicillin. And I just take it. You know, I'm feeling very berry. Oh, can you talk to the bear? Wait, can you understand me? Well, I can. Oh, yes, I must have to like speak oh. in bear. Yeah, think bear. Think bear, speak bear. Do you have to like get, I- get on all fours like a bear? Good idea. You know, okay. tabaxis try not to be on all fours right. all the time. Yeah, yeah. It's it's an old timey thing. Fair. But you know what? I'm all about that. Break all the rules. Yes. And so I get down on my all fours. <laughs> Do you think it's working, Blossom? I mean, I heard bear speech. Oh my god, I'm doing it. Blossom. (laughs) Before your eyes. Flocks. Making these amazing bear noises. Starts to dissipate. And becomes see-through. And then... Almost as if fading out of existence turns into what looks like a cloud of gas. Phlox, you have a very unique sensation come over your body as you are turning into a gaseous form of yourself. For the next hour, you are not solid, but... (laughs) A gas. Now you can still communicate like normal, but you have the unique ability to change your shape to any gaseous form, maybe to sneak underneath a door and or hover in the air from tree to tree. Unfortunately, the small bear looks at you, makes a mewling noise, and then just uh, starts walking away. Oh, oh sweet baby. Oh, uh, he went um, away. Um, you're a little different. Okay. Um. <laughs> uh. So what happened was that my heart's desire was probably in the wrong place. I probably wasn't thinking uh, full on bear. I was probably thinking, oh, I wish that I could be something else. And I turned into a gas. Yeah. I have been having a little bit of bubbly since we had those taters. Oh. Uh. Uh. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. my internal I mean, farts probably did this uh, to us. Just a little gassy. That's fair. Corey, 
you and Bosley enter into the caterpillar's mushroom, you are introduced to a very unique type of light. It's incredibly dark in this establishment, but the light that is glowing presents a very interesting glow within different objects within the room to the point where you shouldn't be able to see, but you can based off of the glow. There are glowing mushrooms and, and liquids along the walls. The The chairs and tables themselves are mushroom shaped. And upon the tables are a alchemical contraption that has hoses coming out of it, a thick Smoke comes off the top of these contraptions and patrons within this room are currently using the hoses to smoke off of and producing large clouds of smoke out of their mouths. The smoke itself has a very sweet, almost fruity smell to it. And that is the establishment you're currently in. I'm probably looking around in awe as I follow as closely behind Bosley as possible. So, Bosley, as you make your way through the room, eventually, as you get towards the back of the room, you kind of see what looks like a mushroom booth at the end, and within it are two people, one of them which you recognize to be Hemlock the Seder. I will make my way over to the table, every now and again peeking back at Corey, just to see how they're holding up. Ah, my friend, good, good. Uh, you are on time. That is good sign. Um, this is Percival, the man I speak of. The person that he points to has long pointed ears, long flowing blonde hair. The eyes are probably the most striking feature on this person as they are opalescent with shades of blue, but there are no pupils. It is just like one large eye with multiple colors. They wear a white-trimmed blue cloak over what looks like blue robes adorned with gold earrings and rings, rather wealthy-looking. And the man goes, please, come sit down. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, Percival, it's, it's an absolute pleasure to meet you. Thank you for your assistance here. And I hold out my hand to shake hands with him. Hemlock looks at you and kind of shakes his head, and then Percival looks at your hand, and there's like a slight frown that comes on his face. I pull my hand back. I, my apologies. It's it's customary for for me and my people. Um, I meant no disrespect. <sighs> ah, yes. Hemlock was informing me you're from the Prime Material. God, it's no offense taken. I just so you know, we uh hug it out here. Uh, in the Feywild. We don't shake hands. Um, it's kind of a sign of disrespect to only extend your hand out and not your entire body. But as you're new to the Feywild, I'm just going to say it's fine. So um, just be careful. You know, I'm a rather patient and understanding man, but some of the more uh, nobler of the Fey might take offense to that, just so you know. Duly noted. Um my apologies again. It it will not happen again. Uh, you're you're seated, but air hug is that a thing? I've heard that used in in my no I, no cool. No. Um, always no. always fun learning new customs. Uh, and then I awkwardly sit down. So my friend Hemlock tells me that uh, 
you have an item for me to view. Is that correct? Yes. Uh, it, as I pull the blade out. So, uh, yes, this is the, uh, the knife that took the life of my fiance and I'll set the Chris on the table. I'm sorry to hear that. And at that point, he takes the weapon off of the table, places it into his hands that are palm up as he lays the ends of the weapon. He starts to scan the weapon left to right and goes, I was afraid of this. Bosley, I need to let you know that this weapon is rather unique. I mean, that's a good thing, right? It depends on how you view it. It might help us in locating the person that you're looking for, but the person you're looking for, you might not want to find. Okay. Um, what, what can you tell me about them? Where to begin? Let me catch you up a little bit. We are here in the city of Autumn, Tamar Renell. The city of Autumn is a part of the Sealy Fay, the Summer Court, under the Arch Fay, Titania. Now, Autumn and Summer are kind of like the the better side of town, let's just say. But then, the other side, like everything, lightness and darkness, good and evil. We have the unseelie fae and the courts of the glooming and dark. And what you have to understand is they are the more unseemly of the fae. They uh, enjoy the darker side of things. And within these organizations, there is a small group that utilizes weapons like this. And, uh, well, I don't know how your fiance got tangled up with the people that use this weapon, but, uh, it does not bode well. Did your fiance frequent the Feywild often? I'm not, not to my knowledge. She was a, just a chef. I, I see no reason why she would have ever gone into the Feywild. Well, it's pretty rare that we cross over to the prime material plane, um, but it happens. I mean, Hemlock is quite the traveler himself and, you know, helps guide people to and fro. But if your fiance was killed in the prime material with this weapon, then it means that a fake killed her. I mean, I knew her burritos were were renowned. I didn't think it would reach out here if that was the reasoning you're saying. Wait. Burritos? You don't mean tabaxi burritos. I... I do. Why? I might have said too much. Look, give no, me no, 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 no. There's a day not or two. Too much that could be said. You never mentioned your fiance's name, but do you mind if I ask you a question? Uh, please. 
Was her name Diane? I'll quickly launch up from the table. How did you know? Oh, my friend. There's a lot we have to speak of, but there isn't enough time tonight for that. So I would suggest that maybe we get together again and I could tell you more about Tabaxi Burritos. And that is where we're going to call it. Oh my God. Love it. What a line to end on. Oh boy. He said, Tabaxi Burritos. <laughs> Well, I hope you guys had some fun. Oh, that was absolutely. Great. So fun. much. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, well, thank you uh, for this opportunity to GM a game. Thank um, you for having us, sir. Oh, yeah. yeah. Amazing. You guys are so amazing to GM4, and I'm very excited <laughs> to continue the wild and crazy adventures uh, of your characters. Um, well, thank you to the players and for all of you joining us. This has been Fred's Gone Feywild, a wild and crazy zany adventure that we are all going on. Um, once again, my name is Fred. I'm the game master for this campaign, and uh, you can find me at I Think I'm Fred. And I'm Steph. I played Blossom Bright Moon, and you can find me at Starlit Firefly. I'm Stacy, and I played Cory Spider Smasher of Clan Tarth, and you can find me at Definitely Stacy. I'm Hiroshi, and I played Bosley. And if you want some updates, maybe I'll actually hop on at maybe Hiroshi on Twitter and start posting there again. And I'm Veronica, and I played Creeping Flocks of Summer, Flocks for short. And you can find me at Typical Veronica. Thank you very much, everybody, and uh, we'll see you back soon. Bye. 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 I can't believe you two took that raving lunatic seriously. What do you think this is? Record. That's not what we don't say record. That, that, was, that was really weird. Yeah. That we didn't do it. Why? Why yeah. was Hero doing it? I don't do we want to start again? No, I mean no. it's done. I it's done. Really I do. What's feel, done is done. We're all wrong. uncomfortable. Okay. I got it. <laughs> I love destroying all of this. This is great. Picking out all my good All dice. of our hard work, and one time you invite me on, it's just gone to shit. Well, don't expect a repeat invitation is all I'm going to say. Just kidding. This is just probably kidding. better for the show. JK. Okay, uh, not your show anymore. It's Fred's show. Does that mean I have to do the intro? Do you want me to do the intro? <laughs> Well, what what is this? Is this like? <laughs> I mean, hey, what are we that's doing well, no. I mean, is this like a no. side quest? Is this like its own thing? Is it welcome to St. Paxton adjacent? Oh my god, I think guys, it's whatever you want is, it to be. This is St. Paxton COVID event, COVID edition. We're having a fever dream. <gasps> Co-ventures. Oh no. That is the worst thing I've ever heard. <laughs> oh. oh my gosh. I think I think that gave me a zit. <laughs> <laughs>
Okay, what is this? We don't know. We're just having fun. We're having a good time. We're just having um, a non-canon adventure. That should be our side quest. Non-canon adventures. Was that a good enough explanation? <laughs> this is a fantastic <laughs> intro. Wait, did you want I'm me to intro it like, like this? Oh, no. Like did you- from when I said record, that is going to be the start of this oh, episode. No. Incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I'll, I'll. I'm happy to intro you. Uh, yeah, let's do that. Let, you, you'll you'll do the intro, right? Like you'll do the. Okay. Hey, welcome back, everybody. To I don't know if that's how you do Wait. it. And then and then yeah. you could like pull me in. And then I could take over. Because I think that's what people you- look for. <laughs> they, I have no idea. Some years doing this show, I don't know what right. they're doing. Right, just this. like how we want you to count us down. Oh, uh, yeah, so. Hero does not get to count us down anymore. That was <laughs> jarring. That just threw me off. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta be careful because they're seasonal, though. Uh, oh shit! I slipped into Stacy's goddamn accent. <laughs> Good luck, Dee. It's only going well. Y'all, we're all just yeah. gonna be southern. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, it, as I pull the blade out, I'll say this was the uh, knife that killed my uh, fiance. And I'll set the knife down on the table. I'm sorry to hear that. Um, um, may want to say that again, just because there's siren going right by my building. I'm sorry to hear that. What the hell is happening? There's like four fire trucks going down the road. I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> Do you, do you want me to make a ruckus outside that makes sense in game for there to be fire truck Oh boy! <laughs> we could be making bird noises, except they're. We're <laughs> <laughs> gonna have to roleplay that later. <laughs> I look at the window. What the hell is creepy flocks up? To- no. Um. You wouldn't be able to see me. <laughs> at maybe Hiroshi on Twitter and start posting there again. You alright there, V? <laughs> there was this big deep breath in <laughs> in anticipation, <laughs> and then it was over. <laughs> and I even heard the breath, so it's oh. I know. Anticipation. And I'm Veronica, and I played Creeping Flocks of Summer. Flocks for short. And you can find me at Typical Veronica.